Well, hello there. Hola. <laughs> you really aced your Spanish. It's Taco Tuesday. school, didn't you? Oh. Um, <laughs> so it is just a little side of spaghetti. Not a full entree spaghetti, just, just on the side. Like an so, a la carte. Just a mini. Tiny spaghetti. Um, so I have a current event in my life. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for you. I have a little, we'll call her, she's a Gen Alpha. Oh, is that, is that a thing? We're not about that today, but she's Generation Alpha, actually. Oh my gosh, what? A, a new niece. Her name is Mary Catherine Lee Thomas. I haven't even seen her, and I know she's the cutest thing ever. She literally has beautiful skin and luscious lips for a baby. And, like, she's a model baby. She's so cute. I could die. Like, I know people say all babies are cute, but, like, she's really But, like, your niece is the cutest. She has the most beautiful peachy cream skin, and she hadn't even had a bath yet. And it was funny because I was like, her skin is beautiful. And my brother-in-law goes, and she's not even clean. (laughs) (laughs) So she had been wiped down, but I think he was just making a joke because she wasn't like, you know, like you polish a car with a good paint job. Oh, on it. true, yeah. She just wasn't all shiny and and polished up yet, and her Aww. skin still looked like a model skin. So she's probably so mad. I'd be so mad. Like you just took, well, that's you, just you ripped me. You just ripped me out of my bed. Yeah, and you don't. I've even been, let I've, me been sw- I've been swimming fifteen leagues under the sea for the past <laughs> nine months, and <laughs> you just woke me up. Well, she was actually sleeping the whole time we FaceTimed, and it was very funny because my sister was like, she wakes for no one. She loves to sleep. And I was like, I don't blame her. Yep, yeah. like mother, like daughter. Um, but today, if it's not obvious already, we're talking about um, childbirth. Just kidding. We're talking about generations, stereotypes, um, all of these type things. We're going to kind of... Did you know that they're called the different generations are referred to as cohorts? I did not. Like a class? I don't know. Well, I guess C-O- a cohort's just a group of people. It's an ancient Roman military unit comprising six centuries, equal to one length, one sorry, one tenth of a legion. I looked it up because I kept seeing cohort when I was doing research. I was like, "What the fuck's a cohort?" Interesting. A nice like it sounds roasted, like a root vegetable. A nice roasted cohort with some with some yeah. garlic aioli. Yeah, sounds like it could be tasty. Okay, yeah. so I found these hilarious. Um, Urban Dictionary definitions for each of these four generations we're going to focus on today. Julie keeps laughing to herself, so I need her to just go ahead and say them. They're pretty good. Uh, So we're going to (laughs) start with uh, the baby boomers. Okay. According to Urban Dictionary, baby boomers, the most self-righteous, self-important, incredibly arrogant generation of all time, the progeny of the greatest and silent generations who grew up with the hardship of the Great Depression and won World War II for America. The baby boomers had everything handed to them on a silver platter from day one. Baby boomers will act all-knowing until they can't figure out how to purchase the latest Justin Timberland album off of iTunes, and they need help from their grandson, Jared. <laughs> I've never Justin heard Timberland. something that's more accurate. Yeah. Well, and then we got to talk about that because all of these urban dictionary definitions are obviously just the worst stereotypes of each cohort. But, like, not wrong. I mean, yeah. Jared. 
I need help. Um, <laughs> help me, Jared. Help me, Jared. So Gen X, generally considered the laid back generation, aka slackers. Gen Xers think they're market savvy because they've been in in I'm sorry. They've been inundated. I just had a lapse in how to read. Um, by mass media. Remember MTV? Since their preteen years. They are the first generation prone to psychological disorders because of absent or divorced parents. They're considered less important than baby boomers by baby boomers. <laughs> Which I appreciated because that was like shade to I'm Gen dying. X and to baby boomers. Yes, or maybe a Gen Xer wrote that. I'm not really sure. Um, <laughs> so millennials are the generation which came of age in the 21st century. They're fond of tattoos and body piercings. And they spend all of their time exchanging pics of their latest drunken escapades on Facebook and Instagram. They talk constantly on their cell phones in the bathroom. Oh, even in the bathroom and text messages back and forth while talking on their cell phones. I do that. Oh, my God. I do that all the time. <laughs> Reading is a chore unless it's the latest trending article on BuzzFeed. The only books they've ever read completely are the Harry Potter novels. I feel attacked. I've read a lot I feel more books personally because I've, I don't read. I don't. You Yeah, I do, though. I do like to read, but I also... I, I like, I read when it's times. something important. Like, like, I am in the middle of reading Mindhunter. Oh, yeah. Um, You've but, been in the middle of reading Mindhunter since episode two. Listen, it's taking a really long time. And it's taking a long time because I'm also reading How to Be Less Stupid About Race. So well, I so am reading. Yeah, I'm That's doing good. a twofer. Um, so the but. last one is Gen Z. This is my favorite one. And I, I love this one because I love Gen Zs. I love the Gen Z generation. I think they're really cool. And maybe it's because they're just younger than me and now they make me feel old. But I wish I was, could be as cool as them. Um, but this definition made After me you read this, can we shout out Reeves for Oh, well, she's not Gen Z. With she's a millennial. Is she? When was she born? If she's born after 1994, I think she's a millennial. I mean, before 1994. Maybe oh. she isn't Gen Z. I'm not sure. We'll have to ask her. Um, okay. So this is Gen Z says, Today's children and teenagers. These are the kids that are born under a computer desk. <laughs> they, have no clue what the cold, they have no clue what the Cold War is. They were born with cell phones and their tiny baby hands, and they instinctively know how to use an iPad. They're even too young for Hannah Montana, High School Musical, and MySpace. Oh, they think, my God. Oh. They think Scary Spice is something you can buy at Trader Joe's in the month of October. Stop it. <laughs> oh. They probably do. I wish that was actually a spice. I Whoever wrote that one killed me. I was like, yeah. yes. And then literally when it was like they're too young for Hannah Montana, High School Musical, and MySpace, that show. I feel me. sick. I feel sick to my Especially stomach. Especially High School Musical, because I feel like I feel I was... sick when someone's too young for Xenon. Oh, well, yeah. And a lot of people are, are too young for Xenon. So we're going to compare and contrast or kind of talk about some of the challenges of each generation. And I'm going to gloss over baby boomers really quick because nobody listening to this. Well, my mom's a baby boomer and she's listening. Hey, mom. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> After we just shit on baby boomers. Well, and then, okay. And then that's the thing. I think each each generation has had their struggle, right? So, like, I yeah. don't hate baby boomers. A lot of people poo-poo on baby boomers. They say that baby boomers poo-poo on younger generations. I don't really – I would say that's probably, like, an unfair stereotype. Um, Isn't there now, it's... like, a um, – there's, like, a saying or, like, I don't even know if it's, like, a derogatory term. Like, 
like I heard someone say this I think it was in Trader Joe's I heard some girl that was wearing like an oversized t-shirt like I didn't know if she was wearing pants or not and like shoes that she had no business wearing and like a like a nasty bun in her hair are you sure it wasn't me it it definitely was not you because this girl (laughs) looked like she was 13 going on 97 and she was like okay boomer and I thought she was like talking to her dog that's a cute dog name I know, isn't it a cute? Do- and I like, cute like, looked name. around because I was like, "Oh, a dog." She was talking to her mom. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not all about hating the 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 different generations. We all have our own views on the world for specific reasons. So, I don't yeah. know. Um, baby boomers in particular are anybody born between 1946 and 1964. Um, so about 77 million people fall into this category, and you oh no i did millennials too so that wasn't um surpassed until millennials which are actually a larger group than baby boomers which is interesting um and they represent about 20 percent of the american public but at the time when they were all being born you know over that period they actually compromised about 40 percent of the american population so can you imagine if one group of people like in that what is that 20 years or so compromise 40 percent of the population like that's wild um but they kind of started emerging at the end of world war ii there was a big birth rate spike um all over across the world makes sense soldiers are coming home wives miss their husbands crazy things start happening right so all these babies start getting born and um they also say that it could have been combined not only with world war ii but just uh the fact that people wanted to start families post the Great Depression and they had this sense of confidence. It's like, oh, hey, the future's going to be bright. Let's have three kids. Let's have four kids. I feel like every Yikes. 1950s sitcom, you had at least three. Like, yeah. what's 1950s sitcom do you know? Think about the Brady Bunch. That would might have been 60s, 70s, whatever. Think about yeah. what Leave it to Beaver had two siblings, right? I don't really know. It's very millennial of me to not know that. But I'm just thinking I, back to like Mad Men. He only well, my had mom two. Was three. I just feel like having lots of kids. Oh, no, was... he did have he had two children excuse me no 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 no. he ended up having three yeah yeah and i think like my my father-in-law is one of like five like i just think our the boober generation they had lots of siblings um yeah so and then they also there was increase in wages in the 40s and 50s um businesses were thriving all of that so people were like let's just have lots of kids um but the boomers right now, they're kind of entering that retirement phase of their life, most of them. So mm-hmm. there's some new challenges that previous generations haven't faced when it comes to retirement. So they're expected to live 10 to 25 years longer than their parents did. What are the new challenges that they're facing that other people Well, they're, they're expected to need to retire for longer periods of time. Oh. People are living longer. So you retire at 65, but you're expecting oh. to, to be retired for 10 to 25 years longer because you're going to outlive how long your parents were retired. And I would assume a lot of people have adapted as they became adults and realized that health, you know, their health was getting better or whatever. But still, it's just a new challenge. So, you know, being the first generation that's going to be re- retired for this longer period of time. Um, but they also experienced the Great Recession at a crucial time when it, for a retirement savings. So in 2008. This would be maybe 20 or so years, maybe 30 years before a lot of boomers would retire, right? 
Yeah. I don't know. That was complete ballpark math. I could be off. But um, that's like a very crucial time that you want to start like throwing money at your retirement. And there was a huge recession that, you know, the country took so long to recover from. So that I think set people a lot of back. Um, a lot of boomers had jumped into investments that they lost money on. Um, they tried startups that failed. They lost out on their mortgages. So that really has also set them back just like as they're entering this retirement phase. Um, so essentially, and it was funny because like a lot of this information I found on Investopedia because it was really the only thing I could find that was, it sounds bad, but like positive about baby boomers because so right. much of what's on the internet right now is written by younger generations and they're all mad at the baby boomers. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be mad at the baby boomers. Um, but basically, Investopedia said, don't retire too soon. Make sure you plan ahead for your health expenses and just have a will. And I felt sad about that because to me, that's not great advice. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And then you did Gen X, right? Because that's the, boom- yeah. the children of the boomers, basically. Right. So Generation X um, actually takes up 82 million people in the U.S. currently. So the generation born after that of the baby boomers, so like roughly from the early 60s to the late 70s, typically perceived to be disaffected and directionless, which I thought was pretty rude. Um, Gen X birth years typically are 1965 to 1979. Um, That's a short window. Yeah, and the current age, age could be anywhere between like 41 to 55 years old. Yeah. So some of the nicknames for this generation um, are the Latchkey generation, and then the like what you what you had mentioned the MTV generation. Yeah. Um, and for anybody that doesn't know, a Latchkey kid is a kid who or a child who um, would typically come home from school without adult supervision for some part of the day. So like they were given their own house key, and like they were like becoming a little bit more independent. Yeah. And honestly, hearing that they were the MTV generation makes me a little bit jealous, and it kind of makes me want to go watch Empire Records. <laughs> yeah. Gen X still reads the newspaper, magazines, listens to the radio. However, they are digitally savvy. Since they're digitally savvy, Gen X will do some research and financial management online, but still to still prefer to like go into the bank to do transactions in person. Um, they believe banking is a person-to-person business and demonstrates bl- brand loyalty. Huh. And then all I can think of is my dad. <laughs> Why? He's like, got a guy at the bank. Like, who has a guy at the bank? Listen, okay, we've got a, I'm not going to say we've got a guy at the bank. There's a guy at the bank that we always get every time Stop. we go to the bank. And it's like, he takes literally so long. It's no. like, I'll go in there and just be like, I just, I just need a new debit card. And I'm there for an hour and a half. I no. think he's lonely. I know. Um, so it was the end of the Cold War when they were getting born. Um, the rise of personal computing and feeling lost between two huge generations. So they're trapped between the boomers and the millennials. I can um, completely see that. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, it says, what's next on Gen X's financial horizon? Gen X is trying to raise a family, pay off student debt, Take care of aging parents, so they're the sandwich generation. Um, These demands put a high strain on their resources. The average Gen Xer carries $142,000 in debt, though most of that is in their mortgage. Um, They're looking to reduce their debt while building a stable savings plan for the future. I read that, too, about the debt, and I had some interesting stuff about that. I don't know. I I don't think it's fair to loop your house into that 
right. Because <laughs> it's an asset. So it's an and asset. we're going to talk about that. Because um, what was the, you said 79 was the end for Gen X? Yeah. Okay. I'm just making sure all our, it's funny, I'm making sure all of our dates match up because Do I they? actually, Bye-bye. well, millennials, what I found was 1980 to 2000. Where does yours start for Gen Z? Gen yeah. Z was 2001. 95. 95. See, I saw some discrepancies There's some there. overlapping, There's I'm some sure. overlap. Because, yeah. yeah, I think there was a couple. I think the most I was able to find, because I looked at a few different resources, was that Millennials end for 2000. But I did see some that said 95 to start for Gen Z as well. So we'll say 1980 to 1995 to 2000. Yeah, I seemed, I, they seem to be hitting anywhere between 15 to 20 years in gaps for generations. Yeah. So um, that's safe. But the Millennial generation is the biggest in U.S. history. They're even bigger than the baby boom generation. They have 92 million. There are a lot of us. Um, and I was able to find on multiple sites, including the, uh, I finally fact checked this on the Bureau of Labor Statistics because I really don't like this whole like, wah, wah, woe is us. Things are harder for us, but it actually seems kind of legit, unfortunately, (laughs) um, which is sad, um, that there are actual lower employment opportunities and smaller incomes. So we have less money than the previous two generations or all of the previous generations, I guess. That's really interesting. Yeah, um, that's a a fact. Uh, And it's funny because some people try to blame us for economic woes, like less people own cars and, you know, people don't buy houses and people aren't shopping as much at grocery stores. But essentially it's kind of like the other way around like the economy sort of failed us like we're not buying cars or houses or like spending the same as other people spend on groceries because we have lower wages and we have less money and more debt which um i will get into but this was from all the rest of the stuff i'm pretty sure is from bureau of labor statistics because like i said i just don't like a cop out so i was like i just want to go to the credible source um so it says compare comparing the inflation adjusted earnings of full-time working millennials uh, with that of baby boomers um, and Gen Xers, they found that after controlling for age, work status, and other demographic variables, Gen X and baby boomer families had higher out- household incomes by 11% and 14% respectively. Wow. So they've got significantly That's really annoying. more money than we do. Um, and then it says millennials in 2017, they had less total debt than the Gen Xers did. Um But so it was $44,000 in average debts compared to $49,000. But does that include homeownership? While millennials had less debt overall than Gen Xers, they also had a lower average net worth, 40% lower. Because more of Generation X debt is tied to an asset, specifically a mortgage for a home. I think even a car would be considered an asset. I mean, it's at least something you own. I just... I don't know. That's a tough one, but I definitely think it's harder because you can resell your home potentially for a profit. You can't do that with your education. Yeah. Student loan debt crisis is definitely an issue, and I think our generation's <sighs> been like most widely affected by it. Yeah. And I wonder sometimes if Gen Zers are going to stay away from that because trade school is becoming a thing again. A lot of people are doing trade really? schools. Yes, people are learning how to fix cars. They're saying, I'm going to go to be a cosmetologist. I'm going to learn how to cut hair. And it's a lot cheaper, and you can make a lot of money doing that. 
I, I, I hear about this and the younger generation of people that are going to just go learn trades and just start working. And there's nothing wrong with that, in my opinion. Not at all. They feel like millennials don't have a preference for a consumption uh, economy, um, which is different than previous generations. So just that they're buying less stuff. But it's not really that it's a matter of choice. It's just a matter of economic necessity. It's not that we don't want to live in a consumer economy. We just don't have the money to spend. Yeah. <laughs> so the end. It's really not fair. Yeah. Um, Hashtag so the struggle. I got ew. Um, <laughs> so Generation Z makes up 74 million people in the U.S., which is 25% of the population currently. Um, so the Gen Z birth years that I have are from 1995 to 2019. Um, I really think that Reeves is a Gen Z. She might be. Um, so currently aged, uh, five to 25. Other nicknames are I generation, post millennials, or homeland generation. Some of their media consumption includes, um, well, I guess their, their average Gen Zer. Sorry, the average Gen Zer received their first mobile phone at age 10 years old. So many of them grew up playing with their parents' mobile phones or tablets. They have grown up in a, quote, hyper-connected world, and the smartphone is their preferred method of communication. So this generation has seen the struggle of millennials and has adopted a more fiscally conservative approach, like you were saying. So they want to avoid debt and appreciate accounts or services that aid in that endeavor. So um, debit cards top their priority list, followed by mobile banking. And then over 50% have not entered a bank branch in at least three months. I have. Which, like, neither have I. Yeah. Yeah. But I also, like, am not really making money right now, so. I know. Like, I have no need to go to a bank. I'm like, I don't, I can't, there's nothing in the bank. Like, what am I going to go there for? Um. They've, quote, never known a country not at war. That makes me sad. I saw I that when I was reading as well. And I feel like that sometimes about our generation, but it's not really true. I mean, we had we had a pretty carefree childhood up until 9-11. And then shit really hit the fan. Yeah. I mean, and ever since then. So, I mean, it's still most of our life. But, like, I do think about some of these. I don't really kids. remember much. I don't really remember much of a difference just I would say the only difference would be like like the 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 anxiety that I recognized around me exactly that's exactly how I feel about it too like yeah just that idea that's like my country's at war right it's like something just up knowing until then, that something up until then that you read in your in your history class your elementary school history classes, or at least I was reading about them in third and fourth grade, you know, all the different wars the United States was in. And then I was living one. And it's as a kid, I think you grow up and you read about wars and you think like, oh, I might not, might not ever go through one of these. And, you know, a war might not ever affect me in my lifetime. And then it does. And you're like, whoa. So yeah. Whoa, a pandemic might not ever affect me in my lifetime. Oh my God. Literally, we are living in such a weird time. We are in a time warp. All of the all of the <laughs> decades are blending into one right now, I feel. This is the twilight zone. <laughs> it's like I wanna be in it, but I don't want to be in it at all. 
I don't know where I am <laughs> anymore <laughs> or what day it is. So, uh, um, so what's next for the Gen Zs um, on their financial horizon? So they're learning about personal finance. They have a strong appetite for financial education and are opening savings accounts at younger ages. Good for them. Um, which is really, really great. And I think that kind of ties into what you were saying about the trade school thing, which I didn't even connect yeah. um, until you said something. But according to Pew Social Trends, and every time I kept reading that, I was like, Pew, Pew. Um, <laughs> <laughs> members of Gen Z are more racially and ethnically diverse than any previous generation, and they are on track to be the most well-educated generation yet. They are also digital natives who have little or no memory of the world as it existed before smartphones. Um. That was copper he's, yelling. He's a Gen Z as well. He's like, I'm a Gen Z. Um, no, they're going to save us all. Yeah. Uh, the kids that decided to walk out of their high school and march through the streets of Miami and protest, you know, and actually get off their asses and do something, they're going to save us all. That's all I'm saying. I like them. I, I only worry because of TikTok. If TikTok wasn't it's a terrifying. thing, I wouldn't worry so much about the Gen Z. I would have so like, much more confidence in a lot of things if tiktok didn't exist yeah i mean and don't get me wrong i spent a lot of my day watching tiktok videos once again i don't even but uh it's the tiktok creator is it an app yeah apparently don't download it because it's gonna sell your information to china (laughs) (laughs) i okay can you tell me the the difference between tiktok and vine they're the same in my opinion but they're ruining savage for me or did no i guess <laughs> i was gonna go no this is or not a chicken savage, and the egg situation or are you no. ruining them no no um so it's funny when we have children they will be gen alpha which we didn't talk about today but that's after gen z and then what I are their know. financial habits gen alpha god i can't even think that far ahead i don't know that was a joke this- this pandemic is change is going to change everything about every about every cohort generation whatever you want to call it I'm sure so I anyways. can't yeah oh, now I'm so, stressed I'm stressed and I also feel inferior I feel inferior here's how I feel I have confidence in Gen Z I feel very <laughs> bad I feel very bad for Gen X because they're just like the middle <laughs> child and I am concerned about the baby boomers I hope they're going to be okay Send us embarrassing stories. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People. And um, maybe next time we'll uh, have an answer for you on if Reeves is a millennial or a Gen Z. Yeah. Also, <laughs> no one knows who Reeves is. <laughs> but it's fine. That's okay. Yeah. She's uh, basically an Instagram model. <laughs> yeah. She literally is an Instagram model. We should just drop her handle. What's her, what's her Instagram handle? Ooh, I'll totally do it. Um, She's Wallace not is get finding our friend Reese's Instagram handle so you guys can go follow her. Um, you can email us at spaghettiheadspodcast.outlook.com. Follow us at spaghettiheadspodcast, I think, on Instagram or on Twitter at spaghetti underscore heads. And Reeves' you, handle you? is Reeves Trivet. R E E V E S T R I V E T T E. Plug. On Instagram. She's our cool younger Gen Z friend. So, anyway, we just we texted her last week asking her about um like help us with our instagram 
She gave me some really good feedback. It was critical. I needed it. I put it into use. Bless. I learned what the archive was. Okay. I, I can I can toast to that. Yeah. All well, right. Um, have fun with your Gen X friends tonight. Well, no, they're millennials. Oh. They will die if they hear you say that. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Cheers. <laughs> cheers.